This is the cutting edge of sexual evolution. We're your hosts, Victoria and Lauren, and this is the New Paradigm Intimacy Podcast. Allow your body to vibrate and receive the activations from leaders around the world, bringing through pioneering approaches to sex, business, and relating. Ah. <laughs> Welcome everybody and welcome to the beautiful Jasmine Cherie here with me on the New Paradigm Intimacy Podcast. It's so beautiful to have this woman on board because she is a big part of the New Paradigm Intimacy and larger Unified Vitality movement and we're going to be really delving into some real world stuff about building a vision and a spiritual business. This woman is like such a straight talker and is really um, strong in delivering a transmission to anyone who is out there. That's like, I've got this vision I want to create and I want to bring it into the world. It's like she brings the, the realness around how that actually gets done. So welcome Jasmine. Before we jump Thank in, you, Miss Lauren. <laughs> you're welcome. And before we jump in, let's just talk about your last self-pleasure practice. <laughs> when was that for you? And what did it look like? Sure. Um, so, you know, thank you for having me on uh, you know, on this podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. I am um, so um my last self-pleasure practice was uh earlier this week. Um, and yeah, I actually, I had like quite a lot of steam to let off. I've been, um, yeah, just churning some things in my personal life. Um, and what I, what, what, what I like to do, and this is usually a couple of times a week, I, um, my days are go, go, go in business. Um, and, um, so I actually like to, I, I still get up early. Uh, very early every every morning, um, but I I like to take my time and I like to you know see what's there for me and what's what's arising in the morning and um, usually I'm pretty good at processing stuff in my sleep. I, I, but I often find there's still some things that are alive in me in the mornings. So yeah, it was a um, maybe two mornings ago and yeah, it looks like um, yeah some some pieces had landed for me overnight in my in my dreams and in my sleep. Um, and yeah, it's just really being with those emotions. Um, and it was, so I like to, uh, in, in that time in the mornings, um, I have, uh, I light some candles and I've got some Palo Santo and then I just drop into my body and I drop into my heart and I, you know, I can move whatever energy needs to be moved. Um, you know, that sets me up really powerfully to, you know, be in business, uh, and to be with my clients and, um, you know, be with the teams that I manage across the world because there's lots that like business brings up, you know, business is such a journey um, and, you know, the depths of um, all the levels of people that I get to work with, um, you know, who are deeply committed to, you know, their visions um, and, and the teams that I work with as well. Like, I, I, you know, and I, if I don't do this practice at least a couple of times a week, I go into overwhelm mm. um, and, and that does not serve, that does not serve anyone at all, at all. It's unhealthy mm. for my life, for business, for my vision, you know, for what it is that I'm here to create. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a really important uh, practice that I, yeah, I, I, um, I, I really enjoy and uh, yeah, I get to be with myself and, you know, hold myself. Yeah, and then I can go, go out and do what I need to do in the world. It's really beautiful. Mm, amazing. I love those beautiful slow mornings to just really nourish and nurture ourselves before we're, yeah, doing so much, so much in the world. I can really relate to that. Yeah. There's, you know, there's such a, um, you know, there's so many books out there, um, um, you know, get up at 5 a.m. and, you know, or, you know, like, um, practices out there where everyone, you know, gets up. I mean, I love the mornings. It's my, I live on this really stunning acreage 
um, and my and my bedroom looks out at this really beautiful dam, and it's it, you know like at the moment it's quite misty in the mornings, and so having the um, the sunrise you know over the trees and over the dam, and you know I get to just like I think Joe Dispenza says it's it's the most mystical time in the mornings um, as the sun rises, and you know like I um. Um, I don't believe in getting up and thrashing myself, um, you know, like in the gym. Um, and, and I mean, this might, that might be suitable for someone else, but not for me in my life. And I really need to listen to uh, what's alive in my body. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, and as a, as a woman and as a businesswoman, um, you know, what is it that my spirit needs? What do I, what do I need to move? Um, um, and, you know, that's the time also that, you know, really potent, creative downloads come come for me as well so yeah that 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 is honestly how I nourish myself every day yeah Mm, I think that's a beautiful point in itself because a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs are coming into the business space from that more like hard-hitting personal development background and I know I was like that and trying to force myself to just get up Mm. and go and was the gym junkie at at five six a.m in the morning but now you're right it's like in that time Mm. when I can be present and peaceful that's where all the clarity and the inspiration lands. So I love that you brought that through. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 There's, there's other little things that I do as well, but, um, you know, a couple of mornings where I can make sure it's like a self pleasure, self pleasure practice, um, um, for myself. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, get, it gets to evolve and it gets to change. And I, I just get to, I get to literally be with myself in those really, in that really magical mystical time in the mornings. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Beautiful place to start. That's why I love that question. So we've done a little bit of an intro about your background and mm. come from this more, this environment where it's working with real like tough CEOs to now coming into this space of working with visionary leaders. What's that, mm. that journey mm. and that transition been like for you? Yeah, do you know what? No one's ever asked me that question before. Um, uh, that's a super interesting question. I um, so I spent you know twenty years in corporate. A lot of it was in um, you know hyper masculine um, matrix. You know, like mining and resources um, uh, environments. You know, I was out west. Um, you know, on the mine sites as well, uh, as well as you know in um, you know it, I mean, my, my career. Um, you know, has range. Um, so, you know, a couple of years, uh, five or six years, I was out West um, working on the mine sites. And, and then, you know, you know, other parts of my career, I was working, um, you know, in the Queensland Premier's office or in, and in the Director General's office um, um, as, um, you know, working on the Commonwealth Games project. So, I yeah, there's, there's definitely variety there. Um, you know, I... Um, I loved my career. I loved, uh, I loved, you know, people always said to me, Jasmine, you're, you're just like, whatever job you do, it's always so interesting, but I made it interesting. Um, and I, you know, I believe that I had, um, very, I was very, very blessed and I have, I'm still very, very blessed, um, you know, with the um, work that I do and that I've always done. I, I, I've, I've literally surrounded myself whether I've done it strategically or not, it's just kind of happened um, by really influential, powerful people. Um, and I don't take that for granted because, you know, um, I mean, I, w- I won't do it on the podcast, but, I, you know, I have had, um, you know, I mean, some crazy stories, you know, that I could, you know, that I could share, even, even as a, like I'm, I'm late 30s now, but, you know, as a, as a young woman, um, you know, in my early twenties, you know, the, the the people that I got mentored by, you know, like high profile, um, you know, Asian royalty um, from Laos, you know, um, people who would appear on the front page of the Australian Financial Review, um, you know, they were they were like they were my they were literally like I'd work for them one on one, you know, in their businesses and in their roles as um, senior corporate executives, high level executives. So yeah, there's definitely a range, um, and I I feel with um, 
what do I want to say? So, yeah, definitely uh, probably the most brutal environments um, um, that I would work on was definitely the mining and resources industry. Um, and, and, and not that they weren't caring there. You know, life is very, very different out in the, on the mine sites, very different compared to corporate in the city. Um, um, and, you know, you're dealing with a whole different set of circumstances out there. Um, um, you know, like you're dealing with life and death on the mine sites like literally like like if if you don't obey obey an instruction given to you they're, they're called directives out there if you, if you don't obey a directive you could die so um you know i and i and i have buried colleagues in the past because you know of you know incidences that happened on the mine sites um you know so it's a, it's it's a whole different environment there it can be very aggressive um in the hyper masculine sites but i also um um, you know, I also know that there is a shift happening in, um, in the resources industry. Um, won't go into too much detail, but there, there is definitely a shift happening where, um, you know, leaders, leaders are being trained. Um, uh, you know, I mean, I did, I did a piece about 18 months ago, um, where I was management consulting and leadership training out in the resources industry with um, um, yeah, with a particular mining and gas company, you know, it's really beautiful to take um, their executives and their leadership team through this new paradigm of instead of being like, "You will do what I say when I say it." Did I did not tell you to do this? Give me a yes or no answer. You know, which I, I mean, I've just been like, that's just normal conversation for me. You know, um, and then we got to actually take them, you know, like the train these leaders on how to create a high performing team with, um, you know, I mean, like in the model, there's, um, you know, in the model, there's, um, you know, like five or six key distinctions, but with the first distinction being trust, do you know, um, and how do you build trust? What is trust? Um, do you know, and it's it's almost rewiring the um, the game when you get to be part of a team of people as it, like, and you get to um, you know like lead a team of people when there's high trust, where it's not it's not fear based, it's actually trust based. Um, and, and, and what does that um, you know what it's 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 vulnerability based trust which is hey i see you what's going on in your life you know when your manager or when your ceo or one of your executives know actually what the hell is going on in your life they know your wife's name or your husband's name your children's names you know like human beings we are uh we you know we show up to work every day in our businesses or in our corporate jobs um and people are dealing with stuff um, and so there is a, there is a, you know, new wave of leadership that's coming through and it's magnificent to witness and there, um, um, but it's, um, it's still performance based. Like you don't get away with not performing and, and all of that, but it's, it's more I, like I, I've witnessed it and, it, and, and, and I've seen, I've witnessed firsthand the change that organizations have had when, um, people experience safety energetical safety and they're not going to call it that because they're in the matrix um <laughs> they're gonna be like oh i energetically feel safe but that's what it is um, um and they actually want to look forward to um you know meeting with their boss once a week because their boss actually is interested in them you know that's the new paradigm and i'm, I'm seeing that come through um you know i've also been in some extremely aggressive situations um you know i've seen grown men coming out of offices crying you know um quite brutal so yeah i definitely my 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 career spans quite a lot of range in um in in, in what i've you know been um uh, what i've witnessed and, and what i've seen and and there definitely is um there's a shift happening and then you know over the last um 12 months i've been working with visionary entrepreneurs um and that's just a whole nother ball game. And I've been really uh, like, Lauren, I love my life. I love the privilege of my life. I love the privilege of the trust that people have 
uh, in me inside of their businesses. Like they literally give me their vision and go, Jasmine, we need to birth this. Like it's such a, like for a visionary CEO, um, it's, it's, it's such a deep place of trust that they get to have me in their business. So upfront and personal and I get to take them on a journey, you know, of um, bringing, you know, bringing my training with corporate, which is just like, I don't know, eating an apple to me. Like it's so, I think I said to Victoria, when we had a first conversation about bringing me in, she's like, da, 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 this is what I need. And that's my exact words were to her. I was like, oh, babe, I can do that shit in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, yeah, yeah, I can do that, you know. So, but, it, but, but working with, you know, um, uh, like visionaries and more spiritual people, it's just a different ball game. Um, you know, and I've had to, I've been on my own journey of shifting who I need to be inside these containers um, so that, um, you know, the best is brought out in everyone in the team, in, in, in the visionary um, CEO um, um, and the vision is landed in a really powerful way. And we, we you know, like, Anyways, that's a conversation I'm really passionate about as well. So yeah, I, I hope I hope that answers your question. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it was really beautiful to to get that understanding that that you're this bridger in this way. Like you were bringing this, you know, the more spiritual into the the matrix is what we'll <laughs> term, term, term um, you know more. Uh, it's it's hard to find the word, isn't it? But these bigger organ well-established organizations in the world. Like huge organizations, global organizations. Like, yeah. You know, have like 50,000 employees, mm. like, like conglomerates. Yeah. And there's a shift, there's a shift happening there. Yeah. And now you're bringing what's actually allowed them to create those big structures mm. to the conscious visionary leaders that want to create a whole new system in the world. So there's a lot of power there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, it, you know, it's so interesting. I, I feel like I um, I didn't really even batter an eyelid. I, you know, I, I mean, while I was in corporate, I also, you know, was deep diving into the spiritual realms on the weekends. Um, and then I'd go back to my corporate job on, um, on um, you know, Monday to Friday. And um, um, yeah, we just get to do a dance. We get to, we get to be in both. Um, and it's been magnificent to witness, um, you know, like the shift in, oh, that's what I was going to say. I, I, I went off track there. Um, um, the, who, who I've needed to be um, inside these containers of, you know, working with spiritual leaders, you know, it's like really had to shift. Mm. Um, and, um, yeah, it's been, it's been an incredibly powerful, um, process for, for me as well. Like business is such a fucking journey. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm so grateful for the privilege of what I get to do. Mm. And we are really creating this new way, like how we do in sexuality when we're looking at the different parts of our psyche and like integrating the shadow and bringing out the gold. I almost feel like that's what's being weaved in this new paradigm of business is looking at, okay, what was the gold in the old paradigm and what's the gold in the new and what's the shadow of gold? Oh. How can we bring them together and like oh. alchemize everything to create this whole oh. new way? <laughs> Absol absolutely. There's like, you know, you know, when Victoria was, um, you know, in, uh, when she was doing her tantric witch stuff, do you know, like, um, do you know, I, you know, we'll talk about monogamy and open relating for a second. Do you know, I'm, um, I've always been true to myself and, you know, with what my heart desires in a relationship. And I've always um, been quite strong on no monogamy is what I desire. And then there was this lady a couple of years ago, you might have heard of her. Her name's Victoria Redbard. Um, <laughs> or Victoria Smith was her name at the time. <laughs> and she was on this open relating bandwagon and everyone was jumping on board. Like it was like, you're not spiritual if you don't open relate, right? Um, <laughs> and um, um, which, I mean, that's not true, but, um, you know, that's, that's something I, I, I believed for a little while. Um, so I was like, oh, something's wrong with me. Anyway, that's a conversation for another time. Um, um, 
But here's, here's the potency in that. Because there was a new paradigm of relating. There's a new paradigm of relationship. There's a new paradigm of how to show up in a relationship that was like almost just destroying old paradigm monogamy. Mm. Um, and it challenged, I mean, you and I have spoken about this in the past. Yeah, this, is, this isn't a new conversation mm. for you and me. Um, but they're, they're, but they're, like it, it literally like, um, I, 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 I think things are coming back into balance now, you know, in those realms. Um, um, but I also, like, I learned so much from um, all the things, like I'd watch Victoria on, uh, you know, I wouldn't go to the temples, but I'd watch Victoria and I'd listen to her, um, you know, transmissions and her messaging on, um, you know, what um, the, um, uh, you know, open, open relating and communication, you know, would actually look like. And it just like, it, it turned old paradigm monogamy on its head. And just, just like, and then there was a new way of showing up in relationship, regardless of whether you're, you know, how you want to, regardless of the construct of your relationship, there was like, wow, we actually get to talk about that. That, you know, old paradigm would just like, oh, we're not going to talk about that. Let's sweep that under the carpet, do you know? Oh no, we can't talk about that. I can't, I can't tell my husband that I'm attracted to that person or he could never tell me this, you know, like how we show up in relationship is, um, you know, is, is, is where um, um, it was, was what actually happened in that revolution. And, and tying that back to corporate and spirituality, it was like all these new spiritual leaders are coming through. And then it's like, okay, now we need to alchemize these two worlds, yes. the magic, magic of those two worlds. And, that, and that's the new paradigm. Absolutely. It's not being... It's not being full woo up in the, what do I say? Honky mofo, honky mofo, I don't know, hippy dippy honky mofo realms up in, up in the cosmos, right? It's like learning the cosmos with mother earth, mm. mm-hmm. you know? And I- like, there's just ex- such explosive magic and potency that happens in whatever realms you're working in, whether it's business or relationship or sexuality, that we actually get to alchemize that. Um, uh, yeah, it's such a powerful place to do business. Mm, mm. And a piece that comes up in that and, and your share earlier is like not actually shaming and rejecting what our like real world skills were. And I know you and I share this is like <sighs> we corporate jobs and we're like, I, I must never do that again because that is old paradigm and not what I'm supposed to do to now coming into this place of realizing that what we gave in our older jobs is actually core genius that we can bring through into these new business empires. I love that you just said core genius because I shamed myself for a a long time and I remained silent. I did a live on this this week, actually. I remained silent about sort of this operation stuff. I saw all these like spiritual entrepreneurs who were popping up all over the place. I was like, fuck yes you guys are making a shitload of money like your businesses are doing really well give them you know and I was just like that's awesome you know because there was some you know really powerful people you know delivering programs and teaching people how you know to make sales and you know like the core this is how you make money in a business you know this is you know you identify you know your ideal um uh your you know your ideal client you know, and then you, you know, run intimacy campaigns or whatever. Like there's, you know, there's structure around that. There's skills that people don't know. Um, um, but then, okay, so here's what happened, right? And I see this all the time is these people made a lot of money in a short amount of time. Um, and, you know, they, um, they were quite public on their journey, you know, of that. And then their nervous systems and their guts and their like that like actually just got destroyed. And their businesses were so fragile because they didn't have the structure and um, and the systems and processes in place to support that growth. And in that same way, I remained silent, Lauren, for a very long time because I was like, oh, everyone's talking about sexy sales and blah blah. 
all of that, right? You know, such important stuff. But I was like, who the fuck wants to talk about operations? Stuff I, I kind of, like I saw it as a missing, but I remained silent because I was just like, it's so not sexy, you know? <laughs> um, and so I, I remained silent and didn't talk about it. Um, and was just like, oh, that's corporate stuff. That's corporate world. Um, um, and then as the universe conspired and, and, and as my business grew, people were actually starting to come to me going, Jasmine, my business needs you. And people still come to me today. You know, Jasmine, my business needs you. My business, like, I don't know how to do the project management. I don't know how to create agreement. Like in a temple, you might know how to create agreements, but in a business, do you actually know how to do that? Do you know how to empower your team with a key set of agreements so mm. that you can actually show up in the container of what you're creating really powerfully? Mm. Like that's not taught. There's like a, you know, there's a, it's such a missing. And I shamed myself for such a long time because I didn't know, um, um, I, well, I do this and so many other people I know do this as well. And I think this has been part of your journey, Lauren, as well, is that we sh- we're just like, oh, corporate, oh, I'm going to like not do that anymore. No way. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not spiritual <laughs> enough. Um, and then all of a sudden there's, you know, the pendulum swing back into balance is actually happening where people like you and me, um, um, you know, and other people in our team as well at the Institute are like, I have had to have enrollment conversations with people who I know have a corporate background, who are also spiritual, who have also said, I'm never fucking doing that shit again um, because I've had a bad experience in corporate um, where I'm like, had to enroll them in who the fuck they are and the magic that they hold and how the business actually needs them to bring that magic. We can't do business unless we have structure and systems and processes and strategy and, and all of that. Like it's, you know, so that's the pendulum swing that's actually coming back into balance now. And like my clients who are high profile entrepreneurs, like froth, like they literally froth when I say, okay, let's, you know, bring some process to this so we can press repeat on it. And, you know, like they just, they love it. And that has them show up in their zone of genius more. But what that takes is for people who have corporate experience to actually start showing up in our communities and owning their magic their core genius i love that i just went on a i just talked a lot i'm sorry no it's perfect (laughs) because i i've really been speaking a lot to this lately as well because like for the listeners my journey was i had this background in journalism and pr and then i was like i'm gonna be this spiritual leader and i had this idea of yeah yeah and now it's like okay no i actually realized that so many people are missing this piece around what their core message is, what their vision is, how they communicate that with the world, how to build relationships to amplify that message. And that's yeah, yeah. what I believe in now with what I do. And that required me to actually go, oh, it's okay for me to do this and own my genius. Mm. And when I speak to other people in the spiritual community that want to be a part of a bigger vision of creating a new paradigm way of being, like what part of you are you not owning is your magic? Are you trying to be a leader? Because there was this part, this this point even in the last year that I think we're shifting away from where everyone was trying to be a leader, but not everyone is that leader. Mm. And we're coming back to more like harmony with nature where when we actually realize what our functions are and how Mm. we move best and how we collaborate with others best, we come into like this natural um, harmony of like all these different organisms coming together yes i love that i love how you articulated that as well because me being in my my core genius doesn't take away from so we're on the same team like we're on the leadership team right um you know with at the institute um and like i i i I preach this i need everyone in their genius um like I literally need everyone in their genius because that's what is what is going to create an epic, epic, and powerful container for um, the vision to land. And you being in your genius, and you being in your leadership as the creative director and the dean of the institute, um, doesn't take away from who I am. 
It's like, I think we need to like shift away from they're the leader. Um, I'm a nobody to, Hey, let's all be in our leadership. Let's all be in our, you know, zone of genius so that like, like I literally need people to own what it is that they're fucking brilliant at Mm. and bring that to bring that to the table Mm. every day and watch what shows up. Yeah. And put the ego aside of what you think you should be as a spiritual leader and actually like humble yourself to what your true magic is. Yeah. Just just let it all go. Like Mm. literally let, let all your expectations go and like, what is your core genius? Mm. And like, it's just, it's, it's it's literally a standard of like, this is how we do business now. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And realizing like, when you have a vision or an idea or something that's coming into your space, like what position do I have in the organism and who else do I need in my organism? Like when it was just Victoria and I working on this business, we were like, okay, we could feel the energy of what you had to offer being Mm. needed in the organism. Mm. And you're like, like, I remember being on a leadership team call with you and I was like, right, we're having like KPIs and strategy you know and I was like delivering this strategy to you guys in the cabinet and you were like oh and I was talking about a budget yeah and I was like and you you were like I remember seeing your face <laughs> and like we're all on zoom and um you were like oh my god this is like a real organization I was like fucking oath it is like that's who we get to be like mm. we're not some backyard organization that's just hippy dippy honky mofo up in the fucking clouds like let's bring some structure to this in a really powerful way how do you show up in business powerfully, create structure, create a container that everyone can show up in their magic? Yeah. I feel like I'm on a bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like there's just, I know, and I know um, you're working on it at the moment. There's mm. like on the flip side, there's people who are trying to be the leader when they're not the leader, but then there's people who have a lot of magic that are undervaluing themselves. And mm. I know you're having a lot of conversations of helping those people that are in people's business step up to a higher level too if you can kind of speak to that well um the, you know there's different um models um with you know how businesses are structured um you know and i in the in the you know i, I talk about people being in their core genius you know i take the time with everyone in my team people have different skill sets um, and people are at different journeys, uh, level, uh, di- different um, places on their journeys. Do you know, um, Lauren, one of um, one of the most influential women in my life was a lady who uh, mentored me when I was in my early twenties. Uh, you know, she she um, yeah, she would have been in her forties, uh, mid forties when um, um, when I when I worked for her. She was extremely high profile. She was, um, she's, she was Laos. There's a country in um, Asia called Laos. Um, like her blood, you know, her family was Laos royalty. That her and her husband were extremely wealthy. And, um, you know, for a woman of her stature um, and the amount of high profile boards she was on, um, she took the time to mentor me. She, like a couple of times a week, she'd be like, she'd take me out for lunch. Um, um, you know, I had zero money at the time. She's this mega wealthy woman. Um, and, um, you know, or she'd have me over her place for dinner and she'd, you know, let, let give her maids the night off and her chef the night off. And she'd, I'd sit at her kitchen bench and, you know, she she invested time and she mentored me and she spoke truth into me, like of of what I'm capable of. Because because as leaders, we sometimes our teams and the people in our teams um, are not present to their brilliance. And it's our duty to draw that out of people when people aren't present to it. Um, and when, when people aren't present to their own magnificence. Mm. And when the people in your team are like 
wow, I'm actually, you know, like sometimes she disciplined me well. I was her executive assistant, um, um, this lady. Um, and um, she'd be like, <laughs> Jasmine, a real EA wouldn't do that. <laughs> and I'd be like panicking. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, you know. Or she'd like take me for a drink after work sometimes and she'd, you know, like, you know, we'd write down the things that I was excellent at, you know, like, but actually she'd we'd actually write it down, mm. you know, like I'm talking, this is 20 years ago, you know, 18, 17, 16 years ago. Do you know, we have a real duty as leaders um, um, to bring the best out in our teams such that people are present to what it is that, um, they're well they're yeah there's own a genius and some people aren't just they're just not present to it because no one's actually spent the time to actually show them that um and there's such a huge responsibility of um on us as as leaders to bring the best out of the people in our teams you know and when people are present to their own magnificence um you know the team and the the team just functions at a much higher level the team performs at a much higher level but also the magic that actually needs to come through um will come through a lot quicker when everyone's empowered and has that is anchored in as like oh yeah fuck yes i'm really good at this i love my job i love showing up fuck yes i'm meeting with my my leader today or my manager today or you know whatever do you know what i mean like it's just that's who we get to be, Lauren. Mm. And, I, and I'm reminded of that, you know, because um, I mean, I manage teams all across the world for, um, you know, I'm, I'm the GM for two um, high profile entrepreneurs. And my teams, you know, span, you know, for, we're not just on the Gold Coast and in Brisbane, where I've got team members in Canada, I've got team members in Bali, I've got team members in South Africa. Mm. And they're young. They're they're younger, and they're in. You know, like I, I, I get so present to the privilege of being able to connect and empower people, um, in, in and enrol them in who they are, and then I get to enrol them into the vision. You know, in every meeting that I have with them, of what what's the vision for the organisation, and how can they contribute and be a part of this movement mm. that require that requires their genius. Hmm. Beautiful. And and people listening to that can see how like it kind of takes the self-serving out of your vision that you're creating as well. It's realizing that when you decide to build something out and you're not trying to do it alone, you're transforming the lives of everyone that steps into that vision at the same time. Oh yeah. Do you know, there's a real shift I believe that happens. Um, there's a, the, 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 on the path of, you know, an entrepreneur and their growing business you know you, i think you get to a point and you're like wow it's actually not about me anymore like this actually isn't about me mm. what needs to come through me so that everyone can show up in their brilliance mm. Mm. yes and i think the big piece as well that, that we were talking about is instead of just constantly thinking in creation, start mm. to think in, okay, what is the structure and the container I need for this to land? Cause yep, there's so much like spiritual dogma around, Oh, if you think it, it'll just create itself. Oh man. Yeah. 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 Don't get me started. Um, <laughs> but I know that that is like a big piece. It's like, start to use your creativity towards, well, what structure and people do I need? Yeah. So, okay, cool. Let's go there. So big, big part of my journey has been, um, okay, this is powerful. Big part of my journey, Lauren has been, um, like I've done deep feminine embodiment work over the last probably five, six, seven, six years, we'll say six, seven years. Um, and I, I, um, have been told by, um, people who are no longer in my life, um, that I'm not feminine enough and that I'm, so when I heard you're not feminine enough, 
I also heard you're too masculine. And so I shamed these parts of me, um, which I was really good at. It's my, my zone of genius. But, you know, I mean, I can talk about that today. I didn't know that then. Um, so it's just like, oh, I've got to be more feminine. Oh, I've got to be more spiritual. I've got to be, you know, I'm not spiritual enough. I'm not feminine enough. Oh, I've got to go do all these workshops. I'm not sexual enough. You know, I'm not all that shit, right? Mm. Uh, which, you know, like that's the dogma of the fucking spiritual community mm. um, right there. Um, and so I denied all these parts of me that were my brilliance. So the way my brain works is, um, is I can map out processes, um, and systems. Like I can literally see them. My, 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 my genius is, can be quite methodical. So I'm like, okay, so if, say Victoria or one of my CEOs says, okay, Jasmine, um, I want to land this. I'm like, cool. My brain just naturally maps stuff out. Like, and I can just kind of sit, I can close my eyes and I'm like, da, da, da. okay, that happens because that needs to happen. That needs to happen. That needs to happen. Okay, cool. All right, let's go and do the thing. Right. You know, let's, let's, so anyways, um, there, there was a very, um, pinpoint uh, last year. I, I, um, I did some, it was work for women, but it was work for women on integrating our inner masculine. And, you know, I've done all this feminine body work. I was like, fuck yes, I'm going to go like work on my inner masculine, you know. So I had this really powerful weekend. And one of the things that came up for me was that I had, um, um, I had so much shame around so many things that I was good at. I was good at. And, you know, like the things that were the go-getter in me, the, the change maker, the, um, um, you know, the, I mean, one of my old bosses used to call me his weapon of choice, you know, like if you want something done, <coughs> to get Jasmine to do it, because she's like this master orchestrator. But I shamed myself for that. I shamed myself for, and I hid my business skills because it wasn't feminine enough and it wasn't spiritual enough and it wasn't in flow enough um, and I'm too masculine, right? And I got this really powerful distinction. I don't know if it was this year or last year, towards the end of last year. And that was, I was like, wow, um, business is creative. Mm-hmm. Like, like creating the structure and creating the systems and creating the processes and creating the business plan and the strategic plan and the, and the budget and all that, that is actually like, like deep feminine creation mm-hmm. and I had this paradigm shift in who I was in business and who I was for myself and how I showed up because I got I got that like um like I got to let go of all these fucking bullshit stories that it wasn't feminine enough and that I was too masculine and blah blah like vomit right vomit um I got to be like, wow, I am creative. And this stuff is, um, because I always thought, oh, I couldn't be creative. I'm not creative. I'm not a creative visionary. Yeah. But like, you know, we get to create really, really, really powerful containers in our businesses when we have the structure in place and the strategic plans. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't take away from the creative flow of the business. It actually makes it more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. um, and that's, you know, that's the journey that my business, my, my CEOs that I work for and my clients that I work for and with is that I need them in their creative zone of genius. Like, I literally need them up there in the fucking clouds. Mm-hmm. Like, going, like, you know, that's where they get their creative downloads and they get to connect into their vision. That's what their role inside the organization is. Then... But they can't do that unless they have the systems and processes and structures and plans in place um, for them to be able to do that. And so there's like this shift that like they let go of control, which is fucking scary when this business that they've birthed is like, it's everything to them. And then that, so yeah, it's, it's so, it's such a powerful process. Mm. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, um, but you know, and then they bring people like you and me into organizations where it's like, 
you know, into the spiritual businesses where like, you know, we're like, radio, let's fucking do this, man. Do you know? And let's, um, let's play. And we play yeah. and we have fun and, and, and then people, um, yeah, we create the containers that people can show up in their magic. And then these visions can actually land in the world. Did that answer your question? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's never really a question on these podcasts. It's like an invitation <laughs> to deliver a transmission is what I find and anything can cool. come through. And I feel like everything that we've shared today is just so powerful for people, whatever stage they're at in being a creative or a leader or like just to kind of blow out that perspective mm. of like what it actually takes, um, who you get to be, and that it gets to be creative and fun regardless of where you're at in the business because that's what I've grown to, to know too is that everything, anything that is bringing an idea into physical form is creation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It, that, and that's so powerful. And, you know, I said it gets to be creative and it gets to be, it gets to be fun. It also gets to be really fucking raw as yeah. well. Do you know, you know, my look where I stand at the moment is, you know, and I give myself permission to um, completely, um, you know, change my mind on this as well. But I'm like, I'm not going to be doing any more workshops or any, any more um, spiritual stuff now because I, I'm choosing to be present in my own life and in my businesses. And actually like, I don't need to be put through a process over that weekend to go and, uh, I mean, and, and, and other people might, but this is just where I'm at now. Like, business is such a fucking raw place to show up. It's so challenging and it's, um, and, and it's scary and it's fun. It's like, it's all the things. Business gets to be all the things. Um, and, and yeah, that's all I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> is there anything like, well, well, I feel like we're coming to a natural close, but is there anything you would like to share about the listeners just knowing that, they're kind of like just getting the understanding of this new paradigm of business that you'd like to mm. leave them with. Yeah, sure. There's, um, yeah, there's something really strong that's um, been very alive in me um, this week. Um, just from, had quite a few entrepreneurs reaching out to me. Um, um, I mean, I've, I've got my, you know, they're, they're interested in talking to me about my business school, my business excellence school that I've created. Um, the, the, the current theme in every conversation that I'm having with people is that they've got their vision and they've got their magic and they're very connected people to spirit and, you know, what it is that they're here to do. Um, and their business um, has done, you know, relatively well, um, but it also feels like a bit of a clusterfuck Um as well and 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 it and it's and it's messy and it's uncertain and it's unstable um and you know that it's businesses can be such a raw place to show up uh, it's such an initiation and you know i you know i um i feel you know it's really normal i want to bring some normality to this that it's okay to it's okay to feel scared and it's okay to feel unstable it's okay to feel messy and um um on your business journey because it's such a it's it is like when i say journey it is a journey it just doesn't happen overnight and so many things get to be created behind the scenes that don't go on social media mm-hmm. um and um and there's not a lot of education in our communities around systems processes structures plans commercial how to make profit um and um do you know if you like i from from the conversations that i'm having with people people are hungry for this knowledge and there's just not a lot out there um um, um oh yeah there's a lot of compassion in my heart you know it's just such a business and entrepreneurship is such a vulnerable place to live your life. Um, and you, people like you and me, Lauren, we are surrounded by, um, you know, entrepreneurs. And my, and I would dare say that the, you know, the people who listen to this podcast are people who are entrepreneurs and starting out in business. And I, I, what my transmission is, is that I see you 
and I really honor the like deeply honor the journey that you're on and the fact that you've even um you've had the courage to say yes to spirit and source and say yes I will do that like there's a calling on my life this is the transmission I need to bring through and um yeah be well on your journey and be kind to yourself and stay connected um and and look for ways that you can better your business and and if you want to do that have a look at you know the systems and processes and structures and and, and whatnot um um you know that are really going to create a powerful container for your for your magic to show up um you know and and and, and that's what i'm bringing through like key business distinctions in my um in my business excellence school because it's missing and people are hungry for that information Mm. Yeah, so that's um, yeah. I, I really see them, and I, I thought if you are an entrepreneur and a business owner, I honor you, full mm. stop. And I and I see you, and I you know I've got you like like I'm, I might not know you, but I feel you, and I'm you know here to be of service. Mm, yes, and we've all got each other when we actually mm. show up and share what we need and what we're good at and what we're not good at, and and allow us all to connect. Yeah, it's like when people have these conversations with me, it's like they can breathe again because like they've never actually told anyone that they're struggling in their yes. business with the back of their back again. They're like, they're like, Oh my God, I've never told anyone this. I'm like, yeah. Cause no one fucking talks about it. Yes. It's like, it's normal. It's like normal. And, and, and you know, it's like perfectly right. And, and look how far you've come already, you know? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> well, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much. This has been I love, I love talking about this stuff. So it's yeah, same, same. <laughs> spaciousness to talk about how other people can bring this into their business. Um, so thank you so much, Jasmine. Oh, it's an honor and a privilege, Lauren. Thank you so much. And um, I will see you soon. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's orgasmic episode. Remember to subscribe and leave a review letting us know how this landed in your body. The Institute of New Paradigm Intimacy is now open for August intake. If you feel the pull to become a conscious, integrated sexuality leader, apply through the show notes.